Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. And This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. And we're into it. And it's so good to have you here as we barrel our way through the distance between us. Happy holidays, y'all. Down to the 12 days of Christmas. 12 days from today, we're talking Christmas Eve and Santa coming to town. We got reindeer. We got all the Christmas music you can handle. And I'll tell you what, too, we got on top of that is we got ourselves just a nice stretch of year as we settle in at the end of the calendar year here in 2000. And 23. What a year it's been. So many different things in the mix this year for us as we've made the transition from local terrestrial radio after, I don't even know, 20 plus years of doing that. And now doing our thing on the digital radio. We have built the bunker studio from the ground up and it's looking sharp. It is uh, certainly a place where I'm feeling increasingly comfortable. Real NWA JB coming at you. 90 minutes on the daily. Just a few minutes past seven o'clock as we get into the mix each and every day. And you can listen back to this thing on your own time. You can DVR it on the radio and do it for yourself on your own time. Podcast platforms proliferating through the universe. And however you listen to your podcast audio, we're there. Aaron, uh, whether it's uh, you know Spotify, Apple, whether it's uh, you know something you're looking forward to, to Aaron on, uh, on your own time at dinner later, or you want to air it tomorrow, you get to decide the go time in the podcast universe. That said, here we are. Go time on a Tuesday, 12th of December, 2023. And I hope you're doing well today as we head for a high close to 60 degrees. Temperatures have felt a little warmer here around the region this year. We haven't really had a a long cold snap yet. So that's been nice. And we'll see if it's coming our way here soon. But so far, a very mild start to the fall and winter. Trying to get out to see some more lights, certainly this weekend with the fam. But I, I, again, wish everyone out there a very happy holiday as we settle in to some sports talk radio. And obviously a light week as far as the games are concerned. I think Arkansas Razorback basketball finds itself in a learning spot this week. You know the practices are are heated, are intense. I got to imagine there's a ton of running that is going on right now as Musk tries to make his message clear to his team. You're not playing good enough basketball, fellas. You're not. And certainly not team-oriented basketball. I don't get the feeling like this Arkansas Razorback basketball team is all in defensively with each other. I don't get that feeling. I don't see them playing spirited, high-end, energetic D. I just don't. And one of the things that we had seen out of Eric Musselman's teams, no matter what else, no matter a lack of shooting, no matter a lack of you know uh, free throws at times, even though Musk has tended to have good free throw shooting teams, 
by and large, you have known that his squads are going to come in here. They're going to chase you all game and they're not going to make anything easy for you. Now this year, I am not getting that vibe from Arkansas. It's a work in progress. It's a long season. Nobody is questioning that whatsoever. But I think what you do have to question is whether or not all the pieces on this roster fit together. Now, Eric Musselman has talked a lot about positionless basketball, and here his positionless team is 6-4, 10 games in. Would they make the NCAA tournament if it started today? I think absolutely they would. They've played a rugged enough non-con schedule. The L's you take early in the season come back to help you later, as long as you don't completely come crashing down on your faces in conference play. But here we are just, what, three weeks away from conference play. And, of course, we'll take you on the journey January, February, and March. The People's Post Game Show is there for you, what, less than 10 minutes after every Saturday conference game. And we're going to go on a journey together, certainly, on the morning show, too. But looking forward to SEC basketball. Hogs have themselves just a couple of tune-up games really left this month. Arkansas will play Lipscomb coming up on Saturday in Little Rock. Man, that's a uh, smaller school that can make life difficult for you. And it's one of those games that has haunted Arkansas in the past, where it comes on the schedule, how you play it on the season. Hofstra a couple years ago, remember that one? Arkansas got popped in the rock. So um, you better come out with your hands up. That's on Saturday. Next Thursday, Hogs get one more game in at Bud Walton Arena before the Christmas break officially. Abilene Christian coming to town a week from Thursday night. That's a six o'clock start. It's a little more of a, a kiddo special. And Abilene Christian was pretty good last year. I mean, that's a team that messed around and made the NCAA basketball tournament. I think their performance against Arkansas earlier in the year, they didn't beat Arkansas, but they played them well. And that's going to be a, you know, another tune up. And then UNC Wilmington at the end of the month. So three games left here in 2023. For Arkansas Razorback basketball, a team that, I mean, they've only played really six weeks of games going back to the Purdue game at the end of October. They've played six weeks of games and you're going to have to tell me how a team has been that good and that bad at times within those 10 games, six wins, four losses and six weeks. So the growth is in progress. There's a long way to go. I don't feel like the three headed leadership monster on this team has really coalesced yet. And obviously I'm talking about Cremont Mark and Caleb battle and Trevon Brazil. These are your three go-to players on offense. I think Mark, the most gifted one-on-one -on -one battle, probably they're right behind them. A little better shooter. They're both very, very decent shooters. And then you got Trevon Brazil who actually is leading the team in three point percentage so far, but has been up and down with the injury stuff. You wonder where the head's at right now. He certainly is, has not been afraid to get involved in some fisticuffs, a little pushing and shoving. What does Trev have? Five technicals this year? I mean, it's kind of unbelievable how easily this guy falls into a technical foul. I think a lot of that reflects on the coach. I mean, Eric Musselman seems hotter headed this year almost in a way. And he's really seemed at any point so far now in what his fifth year at the helm of this Arkansas Razorback basketball program. And I know the youngsters who don't really understand are going to get fired up and they're going to tell you they love it when the coach gets tossed out and they love it when he curses and screams and acts like a maniac. And it's awesome. Saw a lot of that over the weekend. Must is crazy and we love it. Okay. 
Maybe, maybe the kids think it's funny. I don't think that's funny. You lost a game by nine. Your coach gave the other team six points with 16 minutes left. Bucket and all four free throws. I mean, it went from a 13-point game to a 19-point game. But you liked that, huh? Because it's about sticking it to the zebras. At some point, you got to let it go. I, I don't know if if Hog fans missed the memo or maybe it's just our wide range of listeners. I don't know. I think it's everyone missed the memo that you're not supposed to clap back at the refs. The coaches are the only ones who get to communicate with them. And if they're feeling, you know, not like themselves, like must the other day, probably a good idea to let your assistants do the communicating for you. But players screaming at refs. I didn't used to see this. I see it now. Players are almost fearless the way they will get up in the craw, up in the grill of an official. It's it's kind of unbelievable. And again, I know I play the old man on the radio a lot. Back in the day, we didn't even have the interwebs or cell phones. We, we didn't even have high-speed Bluetooth connections. We didn't have satellite dishes. We had just a lot of cigarettes and snow. <laughs> no, that's not what we had back in the day. What we had back in the day was more respect. And some cigarettes and snow, which have now gone by the wayside. Both seemingly one for the better, one for the not so much. I think you can guess which is which. Used to seem like there was more cultural respect for people in positions of power. Let me draw that to big picture stuff here. I don't think it's just about players in sports and referees. I think another big factor of what's going on out there is just respect for authority in general is maybe not now what it once was. Now, I'm not telling you, you know, to get on your knees and start bowing to anybody in a position of higher power, but teachers, uh, professors, um, coaches, counselors, parents, certainly bosses. I just remember growing up in a world where you're expected to be deferential to those people. What about police officers? Are you kidding me? Like you were expected to be deferential. And I just think the world has changed a lot. And now those folks in positions of so-called power, I mean, they don't know what to expect from folks out there. So I think bigger picture, this Arkansas Razorback basketball team has got to get a hold of itself. You don't want to be labeled permanently as a bunch of hotheads that's going to come back to hurt you. Maybe not now, maybe not in December, but down the road in a big spot, January, February, or March, when you need a call or two, I don't know. The word on the street right now is that Arkansas is a bunch of punks. They don't carry themselves the right way that they berate the officials and they don't let up on it. That's the word about this team. It's not a great rep to have y'all. I certainly don't think it's a long lasting rep. So at some point, let's see this team get a hold of itself here. And while Eric Musselman was very blunt about his team's woes and inefficiencies and the sound we played for you yesterday, I didn't hear a lot of personal accounting. I didn't hear a lot of self accountability. Like I got to get control of myself. I can't be doing that. And uh, if you think the kiddos, back to them, watching at home, aren't paying attention, of course they are. You don't want to have them believe this is the way you behave on the regular. That's not what you want. Arkansas Razorback basketball with some problems in terms of winning and losing, and then some problems in terms of how they're carrying themselves right now. Team is 6-4, and four, and they're not ranked. They're a top, what, 12 team to start the year. Hmm. And I'm going to let go of the rope. I think this team, as you watch Musselman do throughout the last few years, is going to get better. 
as the season goes on. I expect Arkansas to be in the tournament and making some noise this year, just like the last three years. But the path to get there is not the clearest cut right now. And so you're going to have to forge your own path and blaze your own trails and whack out some of these weeds here as you try to make your journey back to the NCAA tournament. Uh, We're coming up on 20 minutes past 7 o'clock, just about 15 minutes into the mix. The real NWA JB coming at you from the Bunker Studio. I'm proud of this thing. We have spent months building it. I feel like it's as good as any studio out there. Come and check it out. You tell me. As long as you bring, uh, you know, something, some sort of gift, we'll make it happen. Studio keeps getting better. Sounds stronger. Internet upgrades last week, good. The haters had a blast. What was it, a week ago? With our kinks, y'all were just loving that. Unfortunately, nothing since. But I'll give you another kinky day coming up here soon. Don't worry. The haters will we'll get you some red meat here soon enough, okay? A lot going on. Question of the day is up. I know it's all basketball at the gates for me. I want to talk some more about Muss and his rotation because I think we're going to see a change over a point guard here moving forward. It sure looks to me like this is a Debo Davis, Traymond Mark, Caliph battle, Trevon Brazil, Makai Mitchell, core five with the other pieces kind of around it. But we'll talk some more about the rotation. And I want to talk about the quarterback situation. Richard Davenport in 40 minutes all over the recruiting. Arkansas got a transfer in the door yesterday, which was good to see. Tail in green by way of Boise State. This guy's a dual threat quarterback. And now that he's in the door, even, even more competition now at the QB spot here at Arkansas. KJ Jefferson future still very murky, though I don't expect him to be back. Jacoby Criswell was supposedly the guy waiting in the wings. You got Malachi Singleton coming in, KJ Jackson coming up. I mean, what do you think? Maybe it's somebody else. Question of the day today. Who's the starting quarterback for Arkansas Razorback football next year? I like it. All right, 20 past. First break of the morning. We'll take it right now. Come back in four minutes. Headlines are up next, including two really competitive Monday night football games at the same time. It was a weird night. Fun night. Josh Bertuccini with you, Real NWA JB. Coming right back. Don't go anywhere. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. 
when it's five o'clock or you just want to blow off some steam or maybe just see some familiar faces folks i'm talking about brewskis on dixon in fayetteville it's been my favorite watering hole for a long time and i think you'll love it too brewskis has an awesome array of beverages they're located in the heart of razorback land at 408 dixon street and their staff well it's top-notch tremendous look for food nights from great local chefs as well follow on instagram for more info at brewskis draft proud sponsor of the real nwa jb when the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a Team B Media Production. YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Friends, welcome back into the mix. The real NWA JV is flexible, lighter on our feet, more equipped to be listened back to on your own time. Talked earlier how the show airs at 7 o'clock every morning, but it could air at whatever time you want it to air, as long as you subscribe to it on the podcast platform of your choice. Apple's a great one, quick and easy. These Apple phones have that built right in. But if you, if you don't like rolling like that, Spotify, found a lot of success with that. That's a really great music app. I know I'm like five years late on that. But I've had a couple of friends finally getting through to me on the Spotify side of it. That's a fun one to play around with. And what are we working with? iHeart. That's a good one. Got some click ads in there, but I've tried that a little bit. Google's real quick and easy, too. Not a lot of ads on there. And then, of course, you go right to our website if you want. TheRealNWAJB.com and listen to any of these shows live or afterwards or what may have you. It is 26 minutes past the top of the hour if you're listening live on this 12th of December 2023 inside of 20 days until the calendar flips to 2024. I'll tell you what, we are listening in the future, my friends. No post-game show for Lipscomb this week. Look at Jennifer asking if we'll do one on her drive back from Little Rock. No, no, we won't. Not for Lipscomb and not for... Isn't the UNC Wilmington game a Saturday? Not for either of these uh, remaining Saturday non-con games. But we'll come back three and a half weeks. January, what is it? The 5th, the 6th, that whole first week of January. We live every day, including on Monday, New Year's Day. Because that's actually the same day as the college football playoff. So the two semifinal games are on January 1st, which is pretty awesome. And that's better than New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, people get lost in the flux. It's hard to keep it all straight. But... It's going to be a really fun start to the new year with Michigan and Alabama getting together. And of course, Washington and Texas and the winners meeting a week later next year, massive expansion of the playoff. We'll get this thing up to 12 teams and we'll take it from there. But that's, um, that's a lot going on there. That's a lot going on. All right. Other items as we get in the mix this morning, our question of the day is up for you. I want to bring it outside of basketball for a few. Let's talk some football. You tell me. What are you thinking 
of Arkansas Razorback football. J.J. Jefferson saying he's leaving, then he's not, but he kind of is. I mean, I don't expect him back. Sounds like that ship has sailed. I also don't think his troll accounts out there are him. Three or four K.J. Jefferson troll accounts right now that are just railing against the University of Arkansas. I mean, somebody's got to shut that down. How are you allowed to go pretend you're somebody else? Now, you want to go crazy and be you and get kicked off a platform? Good for you. This all pretending you're somebody else? Mm -mm. Not for me, man. Not for me. Uh, Jacoby Criswell. He's coming back, we think. Most likely the quarterback in waiting. Talented player, transfer from UNC last year who... Needs to keep working on the physicality and the running ability, but he can throw a little bit. Palin Green, quarterback in the door from Boise State yesterday. How are you feeling about them apples? Add him to the mix, and all of a sudden, Arkansas has got some competition now at the quarterback position. And I'm liking this an awful lot. Uh, Bobby Petrino, a quarterback guru. The kind of guy you want to be working with these players as they get better and learn the system and all the rest of it. And the more options, the better. I can't see a lot of downside to bringing in QBs right now. So here comes Talon Green, and here comes Arkansas with an opportunity to expand what it's doing out of the backfield and give some different guys a chance to do some stuff for you. But here he comes, and we'll talk with Richard Davenport in, what, half an hour. Palin Green visited Arkansas, his only official visit, making trips coming out of high school, and he committed to Arkansas on Sunday and then announced it publicly yesterday. Says he loves the city, the coaches, he sees himself here. He was a COVID kid in high school, so he couldn't take official visits, but this is way better than Zoom. He loved Fable. How could you not? What a great place to come and live, let alone visit. Green is six foot six, 225 pounds. He's a big boy. Threw for 1,752 yards last year. Now his 11 to 9 TD INT ratio is not great. But he did also rush 77 times for 434 yards and nine touchdowns. Let me do the quick math on that. I mean, that's like almost six yards of carry. For a quarterback, it's pretty good. Pretty good. And of course, uh, Boise State blown out UNLV in the Mountain West Championship last week. And I watched a little of that. 44 to 20. Green named offensive MVP in the game. 12 of 15. 226 passing yards and two touchdowns. 90 rushing yards and eight carries and two touchdowns. He had a 70-yard run for score in that game. This is exciting, y'all. Essentially benched midway through the season, but three or four games where he kind of came back into the mix. 61% completion percentage. Split time with Maddox Madsen, another player there until he got hurt. Uh, this is good. This is a good pickup. Also yesterday, Arkansas got two offensive linemen to recommit. Andrew Chambly and Tykes Crawford, who both had big problems last year, getting on the field and staying on the field. They're coming to Arkansas. Chambly announcing it on the tweets or the X or whatever. And then Tykes Crawford doing the exact same thing, getting on his Instagram too. So big selection of Razorbacks pledging to return 11 scholarship players so far into the transfer portal and bouncing. And that's what you have on that. Top 25 comes out in basketball. Arizona's number one, 62 first place votes. Kansas two, Purdue three, Houston four. They're the only other team with a first place, but they have one. 
UConn, the defending champ, is fifth. Baylor, six. Marquette, seven. Creighton, eight. North Carolina, nine. Where is the SEC, my friends? Gonzaga, 10. Oklahoma's not in the league yet. 11. Ten, Oklahoma up to 11. That's a pretty good basketball team. Get some props after dominating Arkansas. Tennessee at 12. The highest ranked SEC team, and they are six and three, is what the volunteers are. Clemson, 13 in basketball, really. Kentucky, 14. That's the second highest ranked SEC team. They're seven and two. Then FAU, Illinois, Colorado State is 17. BYU is 18. What is going on? Texas, 19. James Madison is 20 in the college basketball poll. This is a funky poll to look at this morning, my friends. Duke at 21, Virginia 22, Wisconsin 23, Miami 24, and Northwestern 25. Ole Miss, A&M, Auburn, Alabama, all receiving votes. South Carolina gets a couple votes too. How about that? Only two SEC teams in the top 25. Women's game a little different. South Carolina, you're unanimous number one. UCLA, NC State, Caitlin Clark, and Iowa right behind them. After Carolina, who's the second highest ranked SEC team. They don't have many either this year, y'all. I'm digging. There is not one other SEC team ranked in the women's poll other than South Carolina. Wow. A&M gets votes. Couple. Mississippi State, a couple. That's bad. I'd love to not get any after snatching one from Arkansas and Fayetteville a couple days ago. You know what I'm saying? NFL last night. Two games at the same time, baby. Let's go two games at the exact same time. And they're both entertaining games last night. Giants over the Packers, 24-22. Giants getting six points at home. The Cuse kid, Tommy DeVito, what a great college quarterback, but he's from Jersey. He's a Montclair native. He runs a little bit. He had a good game last night for the Giants. And the Packers had some very bad decisions by Jordan Love uh, at times down the field with guys open and he's just misreading them. He didn't have a great game at all. But the Giants win it by two. They're five and eight and going nowhere. Packers six and seven and going nowhere as well. Tennessee beating Miami last night was the stunner. That was the surprise, my friends. Tennessee 28, Miami 27. Dolphins had a 14-point lead with five minutes left in the game. They scored to go up by 14 points. The spread was 13 and a half. You're thinking, yeah, baby, I made myself some money. I got this thing in the bag. And then all of a sudden, Will Levis in Tennessee come to life. Uh, Taj Spears, that's a talented little running back they have. And then DeAndre Hopkins breaking out some big plays left and right. Traylon Burks has not done much for them, but Hopkins having a vintage year and he and Levis get down the field. They score, they go for two, they get it. Dolphins go three and out. Titans come right back down the field. Henry scores. They take the lead. Dolphins get it back and they do nothing with it. Now, Tyree kill was in and out of the game with an injury, but at the same time, you got to be real about what you're seeing. This was a very bad performance by Miami yesterday. It's a Tennessee team. That's five and eight dolphins fall to nine and four. And now Baltimore at 10 and three all alone and top the AFC in the battle for a bye throughout the playoffs. In the NFC, Dallas, Philadelphia, and San Francisco were all tied at 10-3. Thursday, Chargers at Vegas, just an awful game. And then we're into that portion of the calendar where we get some Saturday games. So coming up on Saturday, Minnesota at Cincinnati, Pittsburgh at Indianapolis, and Denver at Detroit. 
Minnesota Cincinnati is not a terrible game. Two teams that are scrapping and struggling to do it without their starting quarterbacks, but both still alive at seven and six. That's a decent game. Pittsburgh and Indianapolis is not Colts seven and six. They're okay. Pittsburgh seven and six. I guess look, they're both in it. Denver seven and six. Detroit nine and four. These are three decent games if you look at the records, though maybe not sexy on Saturday. And then Sunday. Dallas is at Buffalo at 3.30. Kansas City's at New England at noon. Sunday night, Baltimore at Jacksonville, a good game. And Monday night, Philadelphia at Seattle is not too bad either. So give me some more of that. John Morant testifying in some civil lawsuit trials to try to get him back out on the floor again. That is, um, that's a tough situation for Memphis. Knicks have lost Mitch Robinson for two months. That's a bummer. He gets hurt like all the time. Um, Dodgers revealed yesterday that Shohei Otani's deal has 68 million a year deferred. How is that even legal? He's going to get 2 million a year to play for the Dodgers and 68 million deferred. I think without interest till the 2030s, I guess he already makes 50 million a year in advertising. sounds like the Dodgers are scamming the system. That's what it sounds like tonight. NBA Lakers at Dallas is a fun one. And golden state of Phoenix is pretty good too. TNT six 30 and nine o'clock. For those games, question of the day today, who's Arkansas Razorback football starting quarterback next year? Got a lot of options. Easy one to ask. Tough one to answer. Taylor Green's got a big shot at it, though, doesn't he? Richard Davenport in 25 minutes. Tell us more about him in the Dem Gazette. On that note, it's time to get Christmassy. We'll take a break. When we come back, my man, your man, longtime spirit animal of the show, our guy Tim Couch in Pensacola joins us. We'll talk some hogs. We'll talk some Christmas. Coming up next. Stick around. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs, and don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! You need help in a difficult situation. Reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. 
folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. We appreciate every last one of you putting us on and hanging out for a little bit. Making it happen as you get your day started. Of course, you can take the program with you via the Bluetooth anywhere you are headed that has that hooked up. Car, home front, throw it on, listen to it. Make it a part of your day. Grab that Razorback currency and have a little edge over some folks as you make your way into the office. Um, We are, what, 12, 13 days away from Christmas? My guy Tim Couch is going to join us now, talk a little musicology and some hogs as well. He's a longtime great friend of mine, spirit animal, in a lot of ways, one of the founding fathers of this program. What's going on, Tim? How are you? Can you hear me? Good morning, J.D. Happy holidays. And um, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you here. And um, look, as we get into it, happy Hanukkah to you. Happy holidays and all the rest of it. Um, December. Give me a thought on the month. December. A lot, a lot going on. I mean, it, it's it, keep busy doing things. It's anything from uh, buying Christmas presents to seeing kids, grandkids, and uh, lots of food. Lots, Lots of, of food. food. Lots of food. That is for sure. We know that's how the couches roll. Um, when yeah. do you when do you start the Christmas songs? When is appropriate to start playing it? Uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. So day after and Thanksgiving, it's, uh, you're it's not pretty you're, hardcore all the way up and through uh, the end of uh, Christmas Day. Do you have a playlist that you turn to every year? Or do you just start it up from scratch? Now, I have a playlist that of uh, favorite songs that I have selected at tunes and just run through those, you know, the whole season. How many songs? About 500. It sounds about right. One of the things with Christmas, <laughs> you've got a different version. You have like 20 versions of every song, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's cut to the chase here. Give me some of your favorite Christmas songs, Mr. Music. Well, you got to start off with Bruce and Santa Claus is coming to town. I like it. I like or the it. Jackson 5 version. Both good. Then you got to have uh, Johnny Yoko's Merry Christmas War is Over. I love that one. Jackson Collier kind of, you know, poo pooed that one. But that's a great song, man. Oh, yeah. And you, you got to have Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song. I don't think anybody knew it was called The Christmas Song. Yeah, you know, we thought it was chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, what about the classics like Bing Crosby, White Christmas, or 
Jim, you know, that's an interesting story about White Christmas. That sort of was the watershed song that created this whole Christmas music commercialization mm-hmm. back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, World War II was going on. Radio was now a big part of America. Mm-hmm. And so that song got played. It brought back nostalgia. The troops heard it. They were longing for home. And that was the first million seller Christmas song ever. I didn't know that. What's the Beatles' best Christmas song? Do they have one? I can't think of one. No, me either. You would think they'd have one. Uh, most under, yeah. most underrated, underappreciated Christmas song. There's a version of Blue Christmas by this group called Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Yeah, Connor Oberst is the head guy. They're from Omaha. Yeah, they're not bad. From Omaha, right. I like their version of Blue Christmas. Okay. I like Carol the Bells. Is that a weird pick? Yes. Yeah. A good one. Dun, 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 um, dun, 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 I also like the song Believe from Polar Express. Okay. By Josh Groban. We don't we don't talk Polar Express here in Arkansas anymore. The movie's over. A movie and then you gotta over. have uh Darling Loves Christmas Baby Please Come Home. I like that pick too. I like that pick too. How about your favorite Christmas album? Is there like a compilation or album of Christmas songs out there that you like? Yeah, it's the one that that Darlene Love song is on. It's a Christmas gift for you with the Ronettes, the Crystals, Darlene Love, some other Phil Spector artists. That that's just it's one of really one of the top albums of all time. You know, not just Christmas music. Yeah. Okay. Give me a handful of your favorite Christmas movies. Well, at the top, of course, is Christmas Vacation with Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got to go with um, Miracle on 34th Street. Love that one. Old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrooge. I finally watched Scrooge last year for the first time. For the first time? Yeah. And? I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Pretty, yeah. pretty funny movie. Do they really do Christmas in Florida? Because I mean, you're on the beach, man. It's not exactly Christmas vibes, you know. Yeah, uh, kids and grandkids went to a Christmas parade Saturday night in downtown Pensacola. Okay, had a good time. So yeah, we celebrated. We got a Christmas tree. Okay. We can we can even make some fake snow if we needed to. How do you do that? <laughs> It'd melt right away, but just like a ski lift, just start blowing snow all over. That'd be kind of funny. Yes, yes. I'm sure some of your your brethren there in Florida are doing that. I'm sure. Um, let's see what else we got here. How about question of the day? Let's make it sporty here, Tim. We got a couple minutes left. Who's Arkansas starting QB next year? Well, I, I think it would. Look at Taylor Green. I mean, look at what he's proven already up at Boise State. You think the kid coming in is the guy? He's the guy. It'd be. And I think it looks to me a lot like Matt Jones at that stride. You're breaking up um, just a little bit on me. You said he's got that Matt Jones look, yeah? Yeah, correct. I mean, a little bit, right? The way he runs so tall. I've only seen a couple of clips, obviously, of of Talon so far. But I think Bobby P wants a dual threat guy, kind of like Criswell. Yeah. Now you're creating competition, right? 
Exactly. Basketball. What's up? Men's, women's. It's been a weird week. Yeah, women's. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, UAPB, come on. And then they canceled the, the men. Hold on. Um, no, that's, that, not, uh, that's not the whole story, though. Then they canceled the yeah. autograph signing right after the game. Yeah, I heard that. On the men, I, I think it's out of gel. They're going to gel together here. And hopefully they'll do it in time for SEC to start. Well, just a few weeks away. I feel like the upside there is is high, but man, they've got a uh, they've got a lower floor maybe than some some of us expected. You know. Hmm. How much volleyball did you get into? Not much. Same here. What about soccer during that run? How much of that did you get into? Well, it was held here in the SEC tournament. Was held here in Pensacola, so we we watched a couple of games. You know, when that was going on. Okay. What else you got for me, big man? What else is on your brain today before I cut you loose? Well, I just uh, want to say congratulations on your new venture here. I know it's been almost four months. And uh, I called you, I think, on the day of, of your um, telecab broadcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, since then, I've, I've had quite a... a and um, I just want to thank everybody for their concerns and prayers. And doing much better i had cancer mm-hmm. and i'm um going to um continue with remission here as we go on well we're rooting for you you're one of my favorite people longtime supporter and spirit animal of our morning shows previous iterations and now obviously this one too and uh when i say we do it for the people you are one of the foremost of those people in my brain every time tim it's a great spot out of you we need to do this more often i love some christmas vibes thanks for uh sharing an update on yourself personally we'll be thinking about you merry christmas to you and your phenomenal family okay christmas. That's a merry christmas happy new year all right buddy thanks tim love you man tim all right guys in pensacola ripping it up great spot out of him as we get some conversation in there and yeah, it's uh, it's Christmas season everywhere. Even at the beach, baby. Even at the beach. They're still doing that Christmas thing. Coming up on 7.55 here on The Real NWAJB as we barrel through a fun first hour. On the air just after 7 o'clock and taking you up until right around 8.30. 90 minutes or thereabouts on the daily. And don't forget, people's post-game show coverage continues. Football into basketball season. As we've already done a couple special edition basketball shows, our our official first one of conference play coming up on Saturday, January 6th. So a few weeks away from that. Josh Bertaccini with you in studio. Quick break. We'll come back. Richard Davenport joins us next. You're listening to The Real NWAJB. Stick around.